Newly married couples that break COVID-19 rules are forced to spend a night inside a stadium. There's a cannabis ambulance that makes house calls. And Poland plans pensions for dogs and horses. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy. I'm so grateful that you're here. I have some weird stories from all around the world. Come on. Rwanda punished newly married couples for breaking COVID-19 rules with a night inside a stadium. That doesn't sound like punishment to me. Would you get to watch a free soccer match? Oh, no, not the stadium where they play sports and, and U2 plays concerts. Footage of Rwandan newlyweds and family guests forced to spend their wedding night in a stadium for breaching coronavirus rules has sparked criticism. Oh, their wedding night. That's a little different. I just thought it was some random night. They make them go their wedding night <laughs> right after you're married. Come with us. Get up those stairs. Sit on the bleachers. So one bride told the media that spending the evening at a stadium on my wedding day is a very bad memory that will never fade in my life. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. On your wedding day, it's pretty bad. This is not what you planned. This isn't exactly a honeymoon. She added, this inflicted pain, this shaming people like this, that doesn't make us fear coronavirus or observe measures. It's just cruel. Police in the capital of Rwanda had stopped at least three weddings over the Easter weekend because they exceeded the maximum of 20 attendees. Um, this is the sort of punishment they're doling out for breaking COVID maximum attendee rules, apparently. A police spokesman told Rwandan media that more people throwing parties are violating these measures. And as the police, we're not going to allow it. We're not going to allow it to continue. Some people online say that the officers in Rwanda were going way too far by unlawfully holding people for night hours inside stadiums, while others praised the police for taking some sort of action to keep them safe. Somebody named Clarice who's a Rwandan music star, Clarice, sing for me, Clarice. Sing your Rwandan music for me, Clarice. She tweeted, this act lacks humanity, and this is an eternal pain to the couples and their children. Yeah, I mean, the whole family, because they just, they just take your whole family, or whoever's at the wedding, your friends as well, and just bring you to a stadium by gunpoint, I assume. This is Rwanda. This is crazy. Imagine going to attend your friend's wedding and then ending, like, then you spend the night inside a soccer stadium. <laughs> Just said, didn't plan this. If I fly to your wedding and then that night we have, we get, like, arrested and put in a stadium, I'm going to be so pissed. Rwanda's response to COVID-19, by the way, has been praised internationally. Oh, did you know that? But activists have deplored the deep human rights violations that have gone on. Uh, and this is clearly another one of those cases. Uh, I mean, it. the rough part is that it's their actual wedding night. I mean, can you just give them a fine and have their night to themselves? I get it, though. They're just trying to crack down. If you're told to not have any gatherings and people have gatherings, you have to punish them. Just seems like a strange way to do it. <laughs> Put them in the stadium. I wonder if they leave the lights on. Do they shut the lights off? I need to see a video of this. 
Oh, no, the lights are off. Oh, this is a sad scene. There's a photo of a bride all alone in one of the bleacher seats. Where's her husband? Somebody behind her's got a blanket over their head. Looks like they're just trying to stay warm. It looks extremely cold. It's outside. That looks punishing for sure. Looks like they made them sit in a very cold stadium on a chilly night. Yeah. <laughs> this is just... I feel terrible for oh, so many brides. It's supposed to be the greatest night of your life, and here you are freezing your ass off in a stadium in Rwanda. Didn't see it like this. <laughs> I don't see anybody taking photos now in the stadium. Oh, you got any photos of your wedding night? Ah, uh, yeah, I don't want to show you those. Yay! There's a cannabis ambulance, and it's making house calls in the state of Maine. As the cannabis industry continues to bloom in the United States, and specifically in the state of Maine... Shout out to New England, where I'm from. Additional businesses that are tied to the cannabis industry are likely to pop up as well. Just like the craft beer industry, it's all about being memorable and standing out from your competition. Say hello to the cannabis ambulance, something that's most definitely standing out and very memorable. Woo, woo, here it comes, the cannabis ambulance. Ooh, I want to ride in the cannabis ambulance. Come save me, cannabis ambulance. This is the best way to get to the hospital. Are you feeling some pain? Just smoke this. We're almost at the ER. So this article has a series of questions that are then answered all about, you guessed it, the cannabis ambulance. The first question is, what does the cannabis ambulance do? Yes, I'm curious as well. Does it save your life and get you high? Does it give you the munchies on the way to the hospital? Well, the cannabis ambulance. It is a mobile certification vehicle that visits different cannabis dispensaries and caregivers and then helps determine whether someone may be eligible for a medical marijuana treatment plan. Oh, that's lovely. So it's improving your lives, basically. It's operated by the Medical Marijuana Practitioners of Maine, and you'll see it pop up from time to time at some notable locations across your state. Yeah, mostly in front of um, marijuana dispensaries, I'd say. Uh so apparently it pulls up to the dispensaries. It's outside of the dispensaries. And so when you go to the dispensary, if you don't have a medical wreck to get yourself some marijuana, you just go take a seat inside the ambulance and they'll create it for you. And then you can go inside the dispensary and buy your weed. Wow. Isn't America an amazing place that this is happening? Unbelievable. Someone wrote, what about house calls? Huh? Does the cannabis ambulance come to your house? I'm curious, too. On their website, you'll be happy to hear that the medical marijuana practitioners of Maine do offer some house calls for those residents living in the greater Portland, Maine area. <laughs> There's a multi-step process to getting your medical marijuana card. Everyone should know. This includes booking an initial appointment, meeting with a licensed clinician to discuss your ailments, and then being approved. Yeah, you should put the clinician in quotes. <laughs> These doctors that hand out your medical recs, I mean, I got one in Los Angeles years ago when I came, I came out here to visit and I got one. And just, just why not, you know? I'm like, why I'm he while I'm here, I think I was staying out here for like three months. I'm like, while I'm here, I'm going to go to the dispensary. I'm going to be a regular customer. I didn't even really have an address here. I just used the address of a relative. And it was such a joke. You sit down with a doctor. <laughs> Like, why do you why do you think you need marijuana, son? Uh, all you gotta say is, uh, I have trouble sleeping. Okay, here you go, here you go. All the marijuana you want in the world. Just say you can't sleep. How are they gonna prove that you can't sleep? Prove it. 
The doctor doesn't go, okay, well, I'm coming over tonight to your house, and I'm going to lay down with you, and you better prove to me that you can't get a wink of sleep. Otherwise, you're not going to get this wreck. <laughs> That's all you got to say is I can't sleep. Bam, there you go. Just say that you, I don't know, say you have trouble eating. There's so many ways to get these. It's just such a joke. But that what's, that's what makes it great, right? I mean, in the states that move from the medical rec to the recreational, I mean, that's when it's really happening. Because the medical one, like, it's a big wink. Everybody's like, wink, wink. Yeah, you need it. Oh, you need marijuana for a medical reason? Wink, wink. The bottom line is we all just, you know, want to use it for whatever the hell reason we want to use it. We shouldn't need a medical reason. Um, and I love it. This is what's happening in, in the U.S. It's great. Someone asked, if I dial 911, will the cannabis ambulance show up for me? Absolutely not. The cannabis ambulance won't show up if you dial 420 either. <laughs> you like my joke? Uh, by the way, the cannabis ambulance only comes by appointment only. Or if you visit one of the designated dispensaries that they're spending the day at. See, this is why. If you just go to the dispensary, you see the ambulance there. Just wait. And within an hour and a half, you're going to be buying marijuana. It's fabulous. Unbelievable. I support the cannabis ambulance. There should be a reality show where you just follow the cannabis ambulance around. Yeah. Maybe not. That might be boring. Poland is planning pensions for dogs and horses that are in state employment. They locate survivors in collapsed buildings. They track down fugitives, foil drugs and explosives smugglers, and they help control rowdy crowds, all in exchange for food and lodging and the occasional pat on the head. But when retirement time comes, state care ends for the dogs and horses that serve in Poland's police border guard, and fire services. They are often given away with no safeguards for their future welfare whatsoever. Well, following appeals from concerned service members, the Interior Ministry has proposed new legislation that would give these service animals an official status and a paid retirement to help cover the often costly care bills their new owners face. Oh, this is lovely. You get a home and you get some, you get some retirement funds to take care of you. If you're a horse or a, or a dog, maybe you can retire at the beach. So the Interior Minister, Mariusz Kaminski, described the new law as a moral obligation which should get unanimous backing when presented in Parliament for approval in a few months. Here's a quote. More than one human life has been saved. More than one dangerous criminal caught thanks to the animals in service to our country. This new law would affect some 1,200 dogs and more than 60 horses currently in service. Each year, about 10% of these animals are retired, according to the ministry. Most of the dogs are German or Belgian shepherds. One of the police officers, uh, with a name I can't pronounce, says that retired dogs almost always require expensive medical care to deal with complaints such as strained hind joints and other ailments. The pension money will certainly be a great help and will make things easier for them later on in life. The bill would confirm the unwritten rule that the animal's handlers have priority in keeping them before they're offered up for adoption. More importantly, it would extend state responsibility for the animal's inter-retirement time and secure financial support for the owners of these animals and caretakers of these animals. This is lovely. What a nice thing to do. 
I mean, I'll probably never get a, a, a pension of any sort in my life, but <laughs> it's nice that the animals are having it right now. Uh, well, they probably need it more than me. Let's be real. In Warsaw, a mounted police officer with a name I can't pronounce says he will have to pay the stabling fees for his 13-year-old horse if he were to keep him after retirement. A stable box near Warsaw can cost about 650 U.S. dollars a month. The average pre-tax monthly salary in Poland is some $1,400. On patrol with a sergeant, I'm going to try and say her name because it looks beautiful, Katarzyna Kosinska, riding her 13-year-old Romeo II, uh, who can identify her by her voice, says, These animals have worked for the state. They have done their jobs well, and they should be entitled to health care and proper retirement on green pastures in the case of horses. Yeah, I agree with you, Katrzyna Kuzinska. These horses deserve a, a nice retirement after they've done so much for the state, for the country. It's, it's lovely. I wonder what we do in the U.S. with these service animals. Uh, probably turn them into hot dogs, I'd imagine. <laughs> That's pretty dark, Jonesy. I know. I'm sorry. It just kind of came out of me. I just imagine we do terrible things to our... Um, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe PETA, the all-powerful PETA, has stepped in and done something about it. Anybody know? Uh, I think this is lovely, though. Taking care of the animals. Anyone who s serves, does dangerous chores for the country should be, you know, compensated later in life. Whether you're an animal, a human or whatever. Well, thank you, my consumers of weird news, for joining me yet again. We do weird news five days a week around these parts. You know it. And tomorrow's Friday. You know what that is. Florida Friday. So please, if you come across any weird Florida news from the previous week, send it on over. My email's funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can send them through the Instagram as well, at funnyjones. Or you can go to weirdafnews.com and submit links through the website as well. There's many ways in which to get me stories. So if you've come across one, please send it on over. Don't hesitate. And also say hello. I'll write you back. Uh, I want to give thanks to a new patron just joined um, this morning. I was happy to see the email. AJ Warsawski, which is an amazing name. AJ Warsawski. I mean, it just sounds like a that just sounds like a very successful athlete, right? I'd imagine he's a what are you a baseball player, AJ Warsawski? <laughs> or are you uh, one of these people who uh, participates in the world's strongman contest? AJ Warsawski is lifting trees now. Thank you, AJ. I appreciate your support. Thanks for joining the Patreon. Please enjoy the extra weird content that lies inside the Patreon, which you have now unlocked by being generous and supportive. Uh, so thank you. I hope you have a great weekend. You guys can always join the Patreon just like AJ Warsawski did, that rock star, the guy who lifts very small cars and tosses them across a field. Uh, Patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com. I got a nice little care package from one of my... Biggest supporters, huge fan of Weird AF News. She calls the show very often. Big shout out, a lot of love to Kirsty from England. Kirsty wrote me a nice note in addition to, uh, uh, I should say, inside the box of delights that she sent me from the UK. Mostly chocolates. 
to Jonesy. This is some nice sweets and chocolates from the UK. Thanks for making me laugh. And uh, I got to say, these these chocolates look amazing. Some of them look sort of familiar because they're uh, the Cadbury brand, which I'm familiar with, and we have them in the U.S. I think Cadbury is a a worldwide phenomenon. But then there's another company called uh, McVitie's, which I've never heard of or seen before. I can't wait to try those. And then something called Jaffa Cakes, which I've never heard of, which I can't wait to dive into as well. I'll make videos of me trying these weird treats and probably shove them into the Patreon so you guys can you guys can watch me give reviews of weird treats from around the world that are sent to me from my listeners. If you want to send me something yourself, just reach out to me. Uh, I'm allergic to, to tree nuts, please, so uh, just keep in mind. Um, I'm also allergic to anthrax, so don't uh, send me any anthrax bars, please. I don't want that as well. Or Sour Patch Anthrax Kids. I can't have that as well. Um, <laughs> stupid. Hey, bad jokes are part of the show. Get used to it, guys. What else did I want to say? Oh, uh, okay, we did that. We did that. Oh, shout out to Alex Pearson, by the way, who uh, he was the original weird treat sender to me. Weird treat sender to me. Where did I learn how to speak? Clearly a United States public school. Yeah, Alex sent me the ketchup chips a long time ago. And then, uh, yeah, he lives in Nova Scotia, so shout out to Alex. Uh, if you guys want to send me a treat, let me know, man. I'm down. Um, I'm down to... I like uh, trying new things is basically what it's all about. But I can't really afford to fly to all these foreign lands to try them. So maybe you guys can just send them to me. Uh, reach out. If you want to call the show, 646-450-2012. Much love, and we'll see you tomorrow on Friday's episode. Please be with me and also with you.